0: actually start properly good luck everyone. (laughs) thanks nick i appreciate that
1: (laughs) you don't get struck down with uh, with some covid symptoms halfway through
0: right well this will all have to stay in now won't it brilliant so (laughs) nick welcome to the crossfit bath podcast i should say hello everybody welcome back to the crossfit bath podcast joining me this week is nick scardon hi jason have i nailed that pronunciation of your name
1: absolutely spot on yeah not many people can spell it but most people can pronounce it <laughs> yeah. it's, a,
0: it's an ama- there's an amazing mix of names within the crossfit bath community is is something i've learned having to say many of them out loud so yeah <laughs> nick welcome to the podcast now i know you've listened before so i know yeah. you know we have to warm up first absolutely um, admittedly you've done a workout today you're probably feeling quite warm I have not, because I'm trapped in my house, and as you know, home workouts are not my favourite thing in the world, but I'm going to bring them back with style over the next 10 days or so. Good man. First warm-up question is, of course, peanut butter, crunchy, smooth, or covered in chocolate?
1: Well, I actually don't like peanut butter. Sam's Weird, but it, it makes the roof of my mouth itch, which probably, uh, <laughs> but I did have a look in the cupboard and my son and my wife have got crunchy peanut butter in there. So, uh, I'm gonna go with crunchy,
0: yeah. So, someone could like give you a jar of crunchy and you're just like, Well, I'll take that home. And absolutely, I, I know yeah. they'll appreciate that,
1: yeah.
0: What, what I really like is that you've done research, that's absolutely. great,
1: yeah. I guess, yeah, you're gonna hit me with some curveballs, aren't you? Now, now you know that I've, uh, tried to yeah. second guess it. <laughs>
0: let, me, let me just go through my notes. Hold on one second. Um, no, this is a simple one for you. Now, I, I've seen you. I've seen you post up on your Instagram a little bit of surfing, uh, yeah. like at the wave at Bristol. Have you got a dream surf destination?
1: Oh, I'd love somewhere where the water's warm and you don't need a wetsuit. So I think if you look at, I think I'd love to go to Indonesia because it's. Obviously, you don't. I mean, I guess you probably do get the the monster waves out there. So I'm not. I'm not interested in the big waves, but the the consistent, steady rolling, clean waves. I'd love that. It might might even improve. You never know. So it's kind of like gentle waves and lots of sunshine. That's and, the... yeah, and, and important. Very easy to paddle out as well. That's that's a prerequisite for sure.
0: I wasn't expecting Indonesia. I mean, I had no idea. Oh, I was going very classic locations, but I think that. Oh,
1: a well, I'm not answer. fussy, man. I'll, I'll take Sen and Cove in Cornwall.
0: <laughs> I mean, I hear they're almost the
1: same. <laughs> have, yeah, yeah, just about twelve degrees difference in water temperature, but other than that.
0: <laughs> so here's a more a more CrossFitty question for you. I I know famously among us, anyway, you've done very well during the Open in the scaled division, particularly at CrossFit Bath. you you're, you know you're, your name's always at the top of that leaderboard, Nick. Uh, do you have a favourite? open workout
1: oh you know there was one which you know, i think it just everything just fell on the right day and i'd probably eaten properly and i've you know done consistent training before but there was one that was deadlifts hand release hand release press-ups and bear crawls and it was one of those ones where i started It just felt good all the way through and um yeah i, I think like all I do with the open is just put on as many filters as I can to see how far up the leaderboard I can get and I did quite well with that
0: yeah that's your favorite workout basically isn't it applying filters
1: absolutely yeah yeah I couldn't find the gray t-shirt brown eyes filter but I put in all the ones I could yeah
0: yeah I I think that workout the the RX version was like um, deadlifts handstand push-ups and then, yeah, when you got through all the rounds of like the deadlift and the handstand push-ups, that's when you had handstand walks. If that's, I'm not wrong,
1: that's it. Yeah. So the bear crawl is, I mean, it's it's pathetic, really, compared with a handstand walk. But um, I can't do a handstand walk. So <laughs> right. well, I, I think <laughs> yeah, I did or a that handstand push up onto that.
0: <laughs> I, I think I did that workout with James Gab. Um, yeah. And so for him, like the deadlifts were were easy, and for me, they were quite heavy. And then the standard on the handstand push-ups meant that I could do them. And he just, he's got, from, from surfing, actually, yeah. he's got a lot of shoulder issues. And he just, had, like, handstand push-ups and hitting that standard was pretty much impossible for him. Um, yeah. So neither of that's, us got to the handstand walks.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my rationale for doing scaled in the open. Because I kind of, I look at, obviously, the first, like, whatever, point one is always a workout that everyone can do but you know that as you get to point two, point three, point four, there's going to be stuff in there that you're going to get stuck on so I think well if I go scaled all the way through because I kind of um yeah I sort of think doing the RX version for me is a bit like having 60 miles of petrol in the car very topical and knowing that the race is 100 miles <laughs> just, so yeah I like to kind of like to know I'm gonna gonna finish it if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean it. It means it's actually a harder workout for you quite often because you don't get a chance to stop. You never hit that wall, whereas I just hit that wall and I'm like, well, I, I've got this far. I go no further, and <laughs> and then I have a rest for it, ten minutes. Well,
1: yeah, that's that's true. And I think there's there's pros and cons for for people of my standard. There's I can I can see the arguments for doing both, but I kind of tend to go tend to go the scaled route. Well, I tend to. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and end of story yeah
0: See, i mean it's i didn't i didn't put in many warm-up questions but i've enjoyed so far that you know the discussions that have come from these very good final one yeah. then and, and you know where i'm going with this one as well nick who would play you in the crossfit bath movie
1: ah uh, yeah so um when i when i was a lot younger well when do you remember a program called er with Jules where Jules Clooney kind of made his break, yeah, I, think I was a teenager at the time, but there was a there was some there was a character in that called Carter, right. I don't know who the actor is, but countless people have just gone, oh, yeah you you look like Carter out of e r so I thought, I'll take that, whoever he is but um and the other one was someone out of beverly hills nine oh two one eight o whatever it is, is like <laughs> Luke Perry, apparently so
0: yeah, oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll take either of those can play me. I'll I'll sign off.
0: Okay. Now, Nick, you know, (laughs) I've been doing my own bit of casting. Yeah. And for you, I have the most niche bit of casting I think I've ever done.
1: Love it. Uh, It's
0: very specific. Yeah. Now, do you remember uh, the show, They Think It's All Over? It's like a sports quiz panel show.
1: Yes. Nick Hancock.
0: Nick, Right, that is the era, because I think there were different hosts, but it was the Nick Hancock era, like 2003, and one of the team captains was Phil Tufnell. Yes! And I looked it up today, and I would not cast him today as you, um, because I probably didn't see that. Like, you know, 2003, that's that's when I'd last seen him, basically. And I do realise that's like almost 20 years ago. So he, he's aged up, but I would cast 2003 Phil Tufnell to play you.
1: Oh, that's brilliant. I absolutely love Phil Tufnell.
0: And I went back and watched a YouTube clip today. Yeah. And it just confirmed everything I thought.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to look that up now, but yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with that.
0: Yeah great good because it wasn't just the look it was kind of the mannerisms a little bit and just and I was just like oh this isn't it and it's because and now we move into the main you know meat of the topic today yeah um so we both trained together at ten thirty quite a lot when I first started um, yeah. and you were very kind enough quite often to give me a lift home because yeah. as as I've said many times on the podcast Rochelle and I used to kind of do the the swap yeah <laughs> but it did mean that she would leave <laughs> and so <laughs> so she would i'd like take the car down and then she would go off and then i'd have to work out how to get back home later so on more than one occasion you very kindly gave me a lift home so i i sort of knew you you were one of the first that i started to kind of really know at, at crossfit bath yeah um and i used to think to myself man this guy reminds me of phil Tufnell."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well that's quite good he's a he's a quite a happy fellow isn't he so uh
0: yeah. As are you, Nick? There you go. Ah, oh, Brilliant. So I, I couldn't quite, you know, and it's unfair for everyone else listening because they don't know when I started either. So yeah. it's it sort of um, I couldn't quite work out when you started. Well, how long ago do you think you signed up to, to start a
1: CrossFit Bath? I think it was February 2017. So effectively, we had, a, had about a year at Dyke before we moved, which I think was 2017.
0: Yeah. So February, did you say?
1: I think, I think I did the intros in fe- February, yeah. So I think probably March was probably when I first got let loose into the classes.
0: Yeah. So I think probably then we were very similar times because um, uh, we famously did our our first drop-in on our wedding anniversary. <laughs> so that was in April. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think I started in May. So sort of uh, probably the same year, but just, uh, yeah. just a, a couple of, of months after you. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. How did you like find CrossFit? That's always a good place to
1: start. It was by mistake, but nice. I like that already. I was, um, I was looking for something like CrossFit. I just didn't know it was CrossFit. Right. So I was looking for something structured, something that was probably class based, something I didn't have to do on my own because I wasn't. I was going to the gym. I've done like various sports in the past, quite well—not seriously, but I've you know committed to it. And I was kind of floating about going to the gym a bit and not really enjoying it. And I was looking online for things like, you know, you're finding sort of kettlebell classes and, you know, nine week. Sort of programs where you sign up and pay so much for nine weeks. And then my wife works with Kerry Hughes. Okay. And um, she just liked one of Kerry's posts on Facebook, which was I'm a CrossFit wanker. (laughs) And I don't know. I'd never met Kerry before. But because my wife had liked the post, it had obviously sort of had come up. So I read the blog and I thought that sounds brilliant. So I looked it up online and then sort of filled in the contact form, and sort of Meg got in touch with us, had a meeting with Ollie, and that was it. All
0: oh, right. As soon as anybody gives me the line, I had a meeting with Ollie. The, the, yeah. the story always seems to end the same way.
1: <laughs> I do remember actually. I still, I didn't really know what I was trying to do, and Ollie, I remember Ollie saying what. Um, you know what are your goals, and I think I sort of looked at him and went, "I don't know." Um, I tell you what, yeah, I want to do a one-arm press-up like Rocky. <laughs> and I think he just looked at me and goes, "Oh my God, who have we got here?" <laughs> I don't think I can. I haven't Yeah, I still don't think I can do one.
0: That'll that'll be the next movement in the open, and you'll be dr- you'll be smiling, won't you? Like, oh, well, hmm.
1: I'll have to learn to do it first.
0: Do yeah, yeah. you know? I think you could do one.
1: I don't know if I can do it or not. The, the, I'll tell you the, what I'm doing. Um, I'm doing some PT with Al at the moment, so I'll ask Al to uh, focus in on that.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, I've got to do a lot of home workouts, as we've said, over the next 10 days. So I'll um, see if I can, I'll see if I can yeah. do a one-armed uh, yeah. push-up, press-up.
1: Yeah, I'll have like to go a as well bit. after this. Yeah. I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> and then as you're doing the Rocky thing, I wouldn't mind seeing also a one-handed uh, pull-up as well. just to...
1: You know what? I used to be able to do that when I was a kid, time now. But
0: you, you, well, if you don't try, you'll
1: never know that you can't. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so just, does it count? Does it count if you kind of grip your other, if you hold on with your right arm, grip your forearm with your left arm, and then that's what up. they
0: do, isn't it? That's the trick. Is that, 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 that is count? very I much.
1: That, I might be able to do it if that counts.
0: Well, that's how Rocky did it.
1: Oh, oh right, ah, well there you go.
0: Yeah,
1: it's good enough for him. It's good enough for me.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, I see you've got your glass of raw eggs there. I'll just let you finish those before we continue. <laughs> yeah with regards to you saying like you were looking for that kind of thing you know you you were looking for crossfit before you kind of knew it was crossfit yeah was it more focusing on the the structure as in like you know oh it's a class structure and you just go and do what you're told or was it like oh you wanted the the variety of of functional movements and kind of to be doing different things within within the class
1: no it was the former i wanted a structure because i was floundering just trying to sort of go to the gym myself or whatever I was yeah but so I knew I knew I needed structure to um just get I just my goals were just to get fitter and stronger really but to, to enjoy it because so, I've, always, I've always loved sport in the past and I was just I just sort of felt a bit sort of lost without having anything.
0: So was there was there anything that kind of surprised you when you started so obviously the structure is what you wanted and you found that and that's going to be, you know, and, and I'm, you know, I'm a, a huge advocate for the the, the methodology of CrossFit within the, the class structure and how it's kind of why I personally think this is a really good system for people like me that. Yeah. And similar to what you're saying, kind of maybe just on my own, left to my own devices, even with a program that's been written out for me and handed to me. Yeah, I, I just don't get it done. But being yeah. in a class and having other people around kind of doing the same thing and 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 kind of calling you out when you're not there, and you know all, all the little bit of banter that goes with it, that's what keeps me going and has, has kept me going over the last years and and has allowed me to see progress so I think the the class side of things that's probably exactly what you wanted and couldn't have been happier yeah. with that with regards to the 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 methodology and the actual kind of the different types of training with like the the gymnastic side of things, the Olympic lifting and that, was there anything that you kind of weren't expecting to, to do or, or when you'd been thinking about, like, I need to get into training, oh, I'd never imagined I'd be doing this, uh, or, or is it all, you know, you've got this background in, in different sports, so was it all pretty normal?
1: No, it was the, yeah, the variety of it kind of took me back a bit. And what amazed me was just going to the intro classes, and obviously you go to the intro classes, you know they're watered down. And then you sort of go to do, uh, you do something at the end and you're absolutely broken. You've done like a five minute workout and it's like, God, I, you know, I, I thought I was in all right shape. And it's a real, um, know, it just brings you down to earth, really. It's like, right, you, you know, you've got some work to do, but it looks like a lot of fun to do it here. Um, but things like, you know, just mixing up a workout, like just doing weights with a run in between and then warble. Like a barbell weights you know that was just completely alien, and um the I mean I remember the first week after I started doing proper wads. I couldn't get out of the car. I was <laughs> I was in bits, and like you know every now and then you do like you do a work, I do a workout now, and it hits me for six, and I was like, where did that come from?" And I'm kind of almost infirm for about a week, but yeah that the the variety of it really took me took me by surprise in a, in a, in a good way.
0: I imagine even if you're quite, and it has changed now and, and and whether or not you go to a CrossFit box, these like functional fitness zones within gyms have, have popped up all over the place. So it's, it is a kind of, it's a more common thing now, even if you are just going to a, you know, a kind of standard gym. Right. But yeah, definitely probably when, when we were going to gyms before CrossFit and before CrossFit was such a kind of popular Methodology, even even the kind of I'll just say functional fitness. I was about to call it the unofficial CrossFit, but <laughs> we just call it functional fitness. Yeah. Like even if you wanted to try and do that, it's really tough, right? If you go to a gym mm-hmm. and they've got free weights and they've got rowers, you can guarantee they are in two different parts of the gym. And like yeah. the idea of you rowing, going and doing some reps uh, with a barbell, and then getting back on a rower and like doing that five rounds. Yeah. You, you know if you've gone to the barbell you've lost that rower right and like yeah. if you get back to the rower somebody's stripped down your barbell when you get that kind of thing so i think even if you want to do that kind of training
1: have you i mean have you um, i haven't been in a, i probably haven't been in a gym since 2017 other than the, the crossfit gym but i i don't remember ever seeing a box in a gym never seen anyone do box jumps in a gym i've never seen anyone do wall balls and you know the fact that you stand there with a with a dowel Like instead of the barbell for the for the intro sessions and quite often for the warm ups, like I didn't realise quite how much I didn't know about getting a few plates over my head, and that's been revolutionary. I've absolutely loved it.
0: Yeah, I think I mean like you, I've I have been in maybe to one gym since doing CrossFit (laughs) that somebody I think somebody that I brought in on an intro class, not an intro class, but one of these like bring your friend days that we did some time ago. Like I brought him once. And then I just went with him to probably fitness first. I think he could like get you in, get me in because he had a membership there. And I tried to go again, like take him through kind of something we would do. Yeah, But it was really tough. It was really a case of like, okay, normally we would do all of this together. What we'll do is we'll split up these two things and these two things because we can kind of do this over here and we can kind of do something over there. But it was funny. He'd been training with a friend of mine, another friend of mine before that. And we used the rowers in this workout. And he's like, I've never used the, the rower here. Like, How have you been? Co- you've been coming here a year, and you've
1: never used the rower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to yeah, you need to get a heart rate right up. Yeah.
0: But they, I think they maybe have like, when I went there, I think maybe they had like one box in sort of the corner that was like, you know, the kind of, um, I don't know, they're like, kind of almost vinyl boxes uh, for box jumps. They're like the softer ones, uh, oh, and they I'm kind like- of had one of those that you could attach other bits are they're kind of boxes that there's no way we could have them in like the crossfit box because they would just get destroyed after <laughs> two days of people doing box jumps on them you know that that many reps basically yeah. um but yeah it, it's i guess it's becoming more common but obviously this is why it's why i was curious i just wondered if mm. you know i because i think for some you know obviously like, like a lot of the ladies that have come on uh to share their experience it was things like olympic lifting it's quite yeah. often one that they're like, well, obviously I'd never done Olympic lifting and I absolutely loved it. And it's sort of that yeah. unexpected. But uh, but to be honest, that's not even just the ladies. I I was about to tell a lie. I was about to say I'd never done Olympic lifting. I did do a bit of Olympic lifting at school, but yeah. I don't really count that.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but- that's it. I mean, I've done. I do remember when sort of in, in my 20, early 20s, when I was playing rugby and we went to this gym in town. And it was literally like, it was in a basement. It was damp. There were no machines. It was just l- lumps of metal. It was brilliant. And um, that was, it was almost like, and the guy took us under his wing and didn't really charge us properly and just, just got us strong. And like that's as close as I'd got, but it wasn't the proper technique or anything like that. But yeah, that was a brilliant place. It was, <laughs> I do remember the first day we went in. It all right, boys. It's like, you tested was like five of us from the rugby team we're like no we t- or, you know we play very junior rugbyist you know we're not any level we don't get tested It's like you interested in horse steroids <laughs> <laughs> like no you're all right. thanks but i've never i've never even had a protein shake at that point <laughs> you know,
0: oh and then someone offers you creatine and you're like whoa this is a another level
1: <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> the slippery yeah. slope
0: protein shake creatine who knows what's next
1: oh, exactly exactly so i'm still just waiting for ollie to uh to tap me on the shoulder with some uh some equine steroids or something
0: i'm wondering if now anyone's going to message you later and be like, so um where exactly was this <laughs> yeah oh
1: yeah unfortunately yeah unfortunately the, the owner's no longer with us but, i wonder uh, why he was, but he was yeah He'd, he'd won various things for powerlifting and what have you, but uh, yeah. yeah,
0: all clean, obviously.
1: <laughs> he very, yeah, no, he was very kind, though. He, he sort of took us under his wing, and he, yeah, you know, he properly, properly made a difference. And then we stopped. Then we all went <laughs> usual thing.
0: So you mentioned rugby, um, and you, you and you keep, you keep hinting at how sort of sporty you were uh, in the past. Uh, what, what kind of is your background then? Pre, I'd say pre CrossFit, but that I guess like like maybe like me life you know you're saying you're kind of like flittering between gyms and stuff because like life does tend to get in the way so I would say pre all of that what was your kind of background with with sport and fitness
1: yeah so it's mostly been like when I was at school it was rugby and I was I was pretty I was all right across country I did did reasonably well across country um up to a point and then I just carried on with rugby up until I was into my thirties and then unfortunately I, I used to love the rugby and it's like the, just the, the training, the, the games, the social, it just, it was brilliant. I loved it and I really miss it still. But um, unfortunately sort of got into my thirties and started to sort of fall apart a bit. And I just like, you know, I just think sort of broke my nose, broke my collarbone, fractured my elbow, broke my hands, medial problems on my right knee, but two two ACL reconstructions on my left knee. I've broken toes of and other, you know, stitches. And it's just like I'm I just I just got to a point where I stopped bending and started crunch you know started snapping.
0: <laughs> and we have so, to put it out there like just in case anybody is switched off for a second and just come back to this or if this is the clip I decide to use on Instagram, all of this was playing rugby. I'm not doing CrossFit, right?
1: Exactly, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, I think, yeah, if I didn't do CrossFit now, like all those things make CrossFit harder, but they also, CrossFit also makes all those things better because it's, you know, you're constantly moving. And I remember when I first started CrossFit and um, Shaxx used to do a lot of the sessions. You remember what, you know, Shaxx's warm-ups pretty brutal he kind of finds you know, <laughs> finds bits that you, you don't probably uh stretch or warm up properly and I remember for the first maybe two months we'd sit in a squat and it literally I was almost crying it just hurt so much on my knee and I was thinking at points I was thinking I don't know if I can keep doing this but eventually you know your body gets used to it the things stretch and you know thank god I stuck with it
0: it's interesting isn't it because I think that's um that's very much where crossfit gets wrongly the the reputation for like injury basically
1: is... yeah it's rehab for me
0: <laughs> yeah but you're not like even when you go to the, the kind of the top end and again it's, it's a bit different now it's changing as like athletes are coming in that are that's like what's your background it's like well my background is crossfit you know these mm. these younger kids that are are really good at it and that's kind of what they've done they, they started doing I mean can you imagine starting doing CrossFit when you're like 15 or 16? Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. But um or or younger now, you know, like well, Harvey's just died, he's eight. Oh, irritating. Eight. But like the, the athletes that we've seen at the games previous years, and it's still a little bit now, they've all got like a background in other sports. Yeah. And very often the reason they start doing CrossFit, they, there's basically two reasons these athletes kind of transition across into, into CrossFit. And it's either I started doing CrossFit to supplement training for my sport and found that I loved CrossFit so much more than my sport. So that's the one reason. And quite often the other reason is I had an injury that stopped me being able to do my sport, but I could still do CrossFit and not still like, oh, I could have a go at CrossFit. They could make it to the CrossFit games. They could be incredibly competitive in the CrossFit field, despite having something happen that prevented them from playing their yeah. sport.
1: It's an, it major, does... it's an amazing combination. Isn't it? If you get people with talent and then that kind of inbuilt desire to push themselves, it's incredible what, where they get to. Yeah.
0: But But it does mean that people, you know, quite often will have an injury or something, you know, trigger. Yeah. And it isn't, oh, I was doing CrossFit you know and i've hurt my shot so like me you know, i've got this shoulder issue at the moment and at the moment it's almost worse than it's ever been which is really annoying uh, and it is limiting what i can do uh, when i when i'm allowed in the gym it's l- like limiting what i can do but it's not because of crossfit like it's and it, i'm very much like you actually if i don't go and and this is now a bit of a concern i've got at the moment not being able to go in yeah. But I would find when I didn't go, it was worse. Like I'd wake up in the morning and my shoulder hurt more because I hadn't gone to the gym
1: than it did I, when I went. Hundred percent agree with that. Like my yeah, my knee with the, I've had the cruciate reconstructions. It's yeah, if I don't do stuff, it's horrible. Well, now nah, that's pushing it a bit. It's it's better when I do do stuff. Yeah. You know, it's not hor- It's not horrible, but it's you know it, the the discomfort's less.
0: Yeah. But I I think it's an important thing that. Because, because, I i guess the way we're programmed is, well, we're, we're really brought up to like avoid discomfort as much as possible, aren't we? Like, you know, if something hurts, you stop doing it, kind of that. And generally speaking, that's quite smart. Like, you know, if you put your hand on something that's hot yeah. and you're burning your hand, stop doing that, take it away. But yeah. there is that area in between, isn't there, where like a little bit of discomfort can mm. be beneficial. Um, so. I mean, I was similar to you with like you're thinking if I should quit at the beginning, um, because I said this, this shoulder issue is historic. Like now it's it's flared up again. But I remember when I started any like shoulder to overhead movement was killing me. And, and I got to a point where maybe I should just stop doing CrossFit because we we go overhead a lot like yeah. <laughs> it's sort of, i'll be looking at a workout thinking maybe there's one where we're not going we're not going to be doing like some kind of shoulder to twer- but so many movements are like ending in that position in that range of motion kind of thing uh and so i just had to sort of be like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go back to just using the barbell and yeah. i just built up you know i just started moving through the movement patterns with just the barbell and then slowly adding weight and I think i remember the first time that i was able to like put my body weight overhead on a barbell and i was like this yeah. is insane that there was not that long ago that you know i just a a a barbell on its own was killing me
1: yeah yeah i had a similar sort of experience when i started with because my sort of collarbone injury and we were doing because i like handstand press-ups isn't isn't somewhere i've got to at this point i was doing um it's wall climbs isn't it when you sort of do the press-up and walk up backwards yeah and as i was getting tired i remember ed was running the class (laughs) and I was a bit I was broken at that point absolutely gone and my shoulder just sort of collapsed and I sort of rolled over and whatever and it was and and, um, Ed was like oh crumbs you all right I was going yeah yeah shoulders just you know I've got you know I've had this this problem it's just a bit unstable and um he's like do you remember in the old gym where there was in the wands like it was i think it was called the moog was it next door? the mulch Street next door or whatever it was called and they had some and he showed me these they had these diagrams on the wall where you could do like exercises with the um, bands and he set me off on some of these um you know doing things with different colored bands and all of a sudden after about six or seven weeks with just just someone pointing you in the right direction the stability comes back yeah and that would have been like that forever if I hadn't. I, I
0: literally on, on my on my desk in front of me have a variety of different coloured,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: bands that I'm using um at the moment to try and rehab my shoulder. <laughs> so
1: yeah, oh well, good. Yeah, good luck. It's just a time thing, isn't it? Which is, I, I don't suppose. Yeah, we're not. this pop CrossFit, is probably not the most patient of people. Yeah. You want to you want to lift more tomorrow?
0: <laughs> I, and I think it's because you can, can't you? Like that's like ultimately you you can do that. And that's where I, I guess that's the other area where Chris, CrossFit gets that kind of, mm. Oh, it's a bit dangerous. is because you do have people that are like, Oh, my, you know, my, my arm's hanging off. Oh, but anyway, I'm going to, you know, max out this move today. And you think, well, that's not the, <laughs> you shouldn't do that. Right. You need to take it easy, but we feel almost like, well, if we can do something, we should do it. It goes back all the way back to your kind of, you know, scaling the open uh, yeah. at the size, like technically could I do this, workout rx yeah maybe but ultimately is that if i'm if i'm doing
1: yeah yeah if i'm if i'm doing lunges with a 25 kilogram dumbbell above my head am i going to twist my back i expect i probably will
0: (laughs) and then you're out for three weeks kind of instead of you know the day Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah all right interesting interesting so was it just rugby were there any other
1: yeah after i quit rugby i sort of I did. I started cycling when I and I just did, you know, just went on long cycle rides and went out with a club for a bit, like um, Rich was talking about the other week, where you go out and do a hundred k on a Sunday or whatever. And um, then whilst I was doing that, I used to ride to Bristol to work quite often, and you know a few times a week. So I was sort of clocking up hundreds, of, you know, over a hundred miles regularly. And I used to, I went for a stage of running the Bath Half Marathon, so like first of january i'd just start running right you just think it was brilliant you just go out and do 10k god that was all right i'll go i'll build up and i'll build up and i'll build up and um then after i did that for about three years and i thought well rather than doing that why don't i see if i can get quick enough on my bike use that time on concentrating on training for the half marathon to try and like get race fit on my bike so i did and i started um started cycling more seriously and racing. And I had quite a good start and did all right and sort of moved up, moved up a category. So you start off as a category four then you sort of get so many points and you go to category three. So I got up to category three and had a few sort of decent finishes. And then I just got to the point where because I was quite time poor because I was busy with work and I had to, you know, my son was really young. To, to keep up, I had to go on a turbo trainer in the garage and I was literally just had to beast myself with these various workouts. And I just got I got mentally fatigued. I couldn't face putting myself through that pain that often. And so I kind of went back to sort of what I call Zen cycling, which was far more pleasant. And I realized that actually, you know, what I was looking for was a sport. That had a bit more sort of camaraderie, a bit more sort of team sort of things. And that's when I started sort of floundering around, sort of going to the gym and trying to work out what to do. So, although, and then sort of CrossFit came along, um, sort of for, as, as as I explained earlier, and that just sort of everyone's so friendly, and it it kind of it doesn't replicate or replace the team environment of rugby, but it goes quite. It's the it's the thing that's that goes goes the closest, I think, that I've found that isn't isn't committing yourself to a team sport every Saturday.
0: Yeah, you're kind of you're you're like a team of individuals really because you're all yeah. kind of tackling this same challenge together. Um I, I think it does it shares many of the like the the positive traits the things that people like about teams. Also removes some of the the negative ones in the sense of like if you if you're, you know, if, if it's just not your workout or you're just not yeah. feeling it that day and you kind of you're unhappy with your performance, you're unhappy with your performance, it doesn't affect anybody else. Whereas no. like on a team, oh I've let the whole team down. Like there's that kind of you you get that almost guilt, right? And you feel responsible for everyone. So I, I think there are yeah. I, I I think you're not alone in that for many it was like many that were involved in team sports, CrossFit's been really nice because it's kind of got that that community. Yeah. And then there are obviously opportunities to actually do stuff as a team and you know put team yeah. competitions and, and, and things like that. But it sounds like you had a a real like it sounds like I did a bit of sport because for well, you yeah I mean it sounds like you were you, you kind of had all those building blocks in place yeah before going to CrossFit
1: yeah I've just I've always like ever since you know I've watched sport on telly I've always I, I've just always loved it and always wanted to try stuff um and I'm you know I, I like although my you know my job is effectively sitting at a desk I I love being outside and or being moving, um, yeah. It's it's also finding with sort of where I am now. It's kind of like you know, with with your why. It's kind of sometimes it's not quite enough just to do it to stay fit. But so it's sort of trying to work out sort of some days. It, it is almost you turn up and you think, right? I'm just going to get through it. I'm yeah. just going to move for half an hour, forty five minutes. That's my goal. So it's kind of getting it in your head what are your what your wins are and because. Um, you know, I was sort of playing rugby, you want to win, you're you riding your bike, you want to win the bike race. But with this, it's more, it, it has to be more personal. Otherwise, you'll be constantly disappointed and pushing yourself to, uh, to do things that aren't in your remit, aren't in your skill set.
0: I mean, I, I think the introduction of like Wadboard's been really good because mm-hmm. um, it means you're, we're, I think everyone is more diligent in tracking what they've been doing. So when we get like a repeat of a, of a workout, or or when we've done a progression and we've done, you know, six weeks training and we kind of know we're going to repeat something, it gives you that chance to be like, well, like, you know, it doesn't matter if it's 10 seconds faster or a minute faster, or it's, you know, 2.5 kilos heavier or 10 kilos. Like I know what my, my best was. And now I'm going to try and see if over the last six weeks, I've progressed beyond that. So I think there is that side of things. It would be remiss of me not to ask now that you've said all of this, do yeah. you have any intention or any plan or desire to like involve yourself in any kind of competition within CrossFit?
1: Um I don't no, it doesn't it doesn't jump out as something that, you know, something that's on my bucket list. I would if, you know, if someone was doing something and they said, look, we're stuck, can you help? I probably would. I kind of feel like I'm past the point of putting pressure on myself because, well, I don't know. But I do, like when the Open comes round, like I put all the filters on and I know that I should be able to, if I've done well, I should be able to get in the top 10 UK scaled age group. And that is really my only goal, but I don't particularly train towards
0: it. I mean, even, I would say even with the filters, that's... Uh, you know that's pretty good pretty good going because you're not the only person in the uk applying those filters (laughs) so you still
1: yeah but you think as well you think like with the scout you've got all the people who do the first workout rx because they can yeah and then they look at two three four and five and it's like handstand push-ups handstand walks muscle-ups um bar you know ring muscle-ups and all this stuff and they've almost excluded themselves out of my little competition. Oh, little con- I see. But and that's not the reason I do it. The reason, as I say, the reason I do it is because I want to complete it.
0: The, the thing I think that is going to happen, and the more I speak to people, and, and this will be the ultimate test of who, who in charge at, Cro- at CrossFit Bath listens or at the bridge listens yeah. to these podcasts, or at least listens to this far through, because the more I speak to different ones, the more i think this the answer is a local throwdown isn't it like a a bath v either bridge yeah. type thing i think if that happens a lot of people that are like i don't really compete i don't want to compete um not me obviously i'm uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be on the media team <laughs> i always put myself somehow I'll, I'll be excused from this but i definitely think something like that if, like, if something like that came up and there was the scale, like, you know, it's gonna be this is a workout, we're gonna have some take it on R X. This is the scaled version or the master's yeah. version or whatever. And you'll be like, ah
1: oh, I think, I yeah, you do that. kind of yeah, you'll have like, if it's if it's achievable, like I don't mind if obviously you don't you wouldn't want beat someone to beat you, but if it's like movements that you know are achievable for you, you know you can have your best crack at that. And if it's good enough, it's good enough. And if you get spurred on a little bit more than you would normally by trying to beat the bloke next to you, then you know you would my competitive instinct wouldn't be able to help itself but yeah but I like you know like some days you you know like you say you turn up you're not particularly feeling it you're not letting anyone down but sometimes you get into a workout and you're like right this is one of those days I'm I'm going kitchen sink this is I'm going all in today I'm gonna I'm gonna crawl out of here today but that's something I think you learn after doing CrossFit for a while is when you start I think you think you have to do that every time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nah, that's
0: a mistake but isn't it you're, you're it
1: absolutely is. right yeah but i i do love that you know i you know i don't go all out all the time but i do like that feeling when you get into a wad and you're like yeah we're on today this is good
0: i sometimes i just think it's picking the right not like the right ones it's like oh that's the right one for me but the yeah. ones that are quite um memorable is maybe not the right word but like it's kind of like a standout workout where you're like this isn't just what we're doing every week this is something a little bit different yeah. and this is going to be a good so I, like in recent memory i'm thinking like the the variation of triple three that we did with the the row the, uh, it was like 3k row 300 double unders and then a max distance run in the remaining time 30 yeah. minutes time cap like that was a workout that i came in with very you know this is my goal for the rower This is my goal. Like, this is how much time I want to have at least on the run. And I remembered, like, doing that. And, and, like, that was one where I was just like, I'm going to do this. This is – and I'm not that person. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That's not me.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that got in your head.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um,
1: I I, I do quite like those tight ones where you sort of start and you can see people flying and you're going, either I'm not doing something right or they're going to they're going to burn and I just love that feeling as the workout goes on and you're just dialing you know dialing people back and also I suppose it's quite you know and that's the other thing as well. when you're not particularly that workout you were talking about but when there's things like kettlebell swings and barbell movements in those long chippers is getting the getting the weight right is you know oh you've got to leave your ego behind haven't you
0: um yeah i'm trying i'm really I'm trying. Not, no,
1: sorry that wasn't directed at you it's kind of it's the inner dialogue i have on myself
0: well it's just sometimes i'll pick up it's like as much as i've said it's great having the other people around you that spur you on yeah. sometimes that can be a problem
1: because- yeah well sometimes you sort of get it wrong we did one the other week and it was oh i can't remember what it was it i think it was a mixture of skipping and bar to overhead um,
0: I've not been in the box for so long, Nick. Just, I don't know.
1: And then after a minute, you have to stop and do the skipping, and then you go back to the bar.
0: Ah, yeah, okay. It, I think that that was a repeat, wasn't it? Um,
1: yeah. Yes. And I got that really wrong because I finished it in about three minutes, and it was supposed to be eight. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you've you've bottled that. That's. <laughs>
0: was it? Is it thirty? Um, yes. But is it? Was it 30 push press probably?
1: It probably was push press, yeah. Or was
0: it or was it clean and jerks?
1: It was e- it was either clean and jerks or push press.
0: Yeah. And then it was
1: um I think it was clean and jerk.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think I did do the initial one, but then I didn't do the the repeat because I was I i started my my life of not going to the gym at that.
1: Yes, the you're in full in month or so off. Well hopefully it's not too much longer.
0: Yeah now i know you said you're time poor so i'm very conscious of that oh, it's been right. yeah. lovely having you on though and very interesting to kind of to hear your story because i think again you know i've I, I yeah i've known you more or less since we've both started yeah yeah there was a lot i didn't know about you i didn't know about the multiple injuries that you had incurred oh mate yeah i'm in, <laughs> yeah i'm in
1: bits <laughs> held together by sticky tape <laughs> yeah
0: which is very humbling to me because it means when I when I look over at you and I'm like, oh yeah, beat Nick by two seconds on that workout means nothing now. Like, oh that, mate, I just made it all up. It's nothing.
1: an excuse. It's an excuse. So when people look at me,
0: they <laughs> feel sorry for you. I'm like, oh, I'll inside. I'll get the kettlebell for you, Nick. Don't don't worry. Don't push yourself too hard. I'll go get it.
1: it yeah, exactly. Yeah. To be to be fair, it doesn't. It does, I don't think it. Um, it doesn't make a difference. It's just you know, if you just hear the clunks and creaks and clunks. Coming from my corner and the groans and moans, that's what it is. <laughs> now we know. Yeah, We've answered
0: exactly. one of CrossFit Bath's great mysteries. <laughs> Where were these sounds yeah, coming from? It was Nick. Yeah, Nick's steam
1: engine at the back.
0: <laughs> uh, Nick, final question I, I've been asking members when they come on is who would you like to hear on uh, the CrossFit Bath podcast?
1: Oh. Yeah, I didn't um I didn't pre-plan this one. I'd be interested in, um Rich, who has a 10 30, because he's I think he's done Iron Man and stuff, and he's he interests me because he's um I like his I like his attitude. He's kind of uh he's all in. And Andy Hall as well. I think he'd be quite good. Oh, Andy would be
0: good, yeah. Yeah. I've added them to my list. Yeah, I think I was I introduced myself to it and I feel a bit guilty about this. I think I mentioned this last week that i met like a new member on my the yeah. last time I was in and I sort of like oh yeah yeah I'll probably see you at this 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 is going to be your regular time you'll see me here all the time yeah. <laughs> since oh, that day have not been back but when I was speaking to him Rich was doing some uh after class extra work yeah. as he as he has the tendency to do yeah uh, and he was joking to this guy I'll oh, be careful don't speak to him because he's gonna ask you to come on the podcast that's all he does <laughs> Oh, how the tables have turned. I will
1: be. I bet bet he's got a good backstory. But uh, oh, the other thing as well, just after listening to the last few, what an inspiration, HG and Ed. That was, those two were awesome. And um, yeah, I'm never going to moan about anything again when I'm in the gym.
0: (laughs) Well, you've done it all now. You've got it all out. I've got got it it all out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you see.
1: got my excuses out.
0: Yeah, and and, and I think that's great. And. And if anyone's still listening to this point and they're like because every time I ask people to come on, they're always like, I don't think I've really got anything to say. I'm not sure anybody wants to hear from me. But all of the stories from the people like, you know, we've all we've all got different issues or things that we've had to deal with. Some of them are more extreme than others. Uh,
1: Yeah. But you have a little
0: bit of a chat with someone and stuff comes out and uh you know, so I don't want anyone to think like, Oh, I don't have anything interesting to talk about. Don't worry, I'll find something interesting. Yeah. You, yeah, you, are you thought well, exactly the just, same? But look, we have got all your your history of of self abuse or whatever it was that led you.
1: Exactly, yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's a bit like therapy, isn't it? You you pulled it all back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I
0: apologise. <laughs> I apologise, but an invoice will be sent.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, right, I feel well, better.
0: Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I look forward to seeing you all back next week, where we'll have uh, another great interview. I have no doubt. Um, probably once again recorded over zoom because of me but but i am using my time to rack up as many interviews as i can so uh, everybody check your dms you've probably got a message from me uh, and we'll see you all next week
1: thanks jason